This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is a tough one for the Supreme Court to abandon their two pillars that they claim to be making all their decisions around. So as a lawyer, I get this. And I think there is a real strong case for the Supreme Court to agree with Colorado. As somebody who is a politician, I think it's a real bad decision because I think it really helps Donald Trump. And um, I don't like anything that helps Donald Trump. I find myself in the weird position of agreeing with Bill Barr in terms of it helping him. I think it does help him. Well, Missouri, your former senator, Claire McCaskill, talking about the Colorado Supreme Court decision to bar Donald Trump from the ballot. Let's get to our guest, Hans von Spakovsky, who's on the phone with us right now, senior legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation. Hans, welcome back to the show. It's good to have you. Thanks for having me. So the Colorado decision, uh, the Supreme Court, a lot of people are saying that the Colorado Supreme Court is going to go to the, the uh, United States Supreme Court. And people are asking for, for a 9-0 decision against what they said. What's your reaction to what Colorado did this week? Uh, it's one of the most abusive political decisions I think I've ever seen a state Supreme Court make. Um it, it's really a, a uh, example of judicial arrogance, uh, and it's unprecedented that four judges, three dissenters, four judges said, we're not going to allow the four and a half million registered voters of the state to vote. And by the way, Claire McCaskill, she got it exactly wrong. She said, oh, well, if the Supreme Court follows its rules, they'll leave the Colorado rule in place. No, what she's talking about is that the U.S. Supreme Court has said you shouldn't change the rules of an election close to the election. Well, that's exactly what Colorado has done. Uh, we are very close not only to the primary election dates, but the ballots are already being printed and are going to be sent out way ahead of time. And yet with the Colorado court, in fact, is changing the rules right before the election. So she she got it wrong, as she does so many other things. I have to say, Hans, as somebody who gets to speak to legal legal experts like yourself, among uh, other people who pop in and out throughout the course of the week, it is almost impossible as a non-legal eagle to to understand what's going on right now. I saw Ken Paxton, the AG in Texas, is suing. Uh, I guess Jack Smith or somebody because of the lawsuits he's bringing. I mean, the appeals and the levels of appeal. And now we know Donald Trump doesn't want the direct appeal to the Supreme Court from Jack Smith 
to happen that way, to stay in the federal appeals court. I mean, I can't even articulate it the way it's supposed to go. At what point does do Americans who should be able to rely on equal justice under the law check out completely and make this completely tribal? Well, that's already, unfortunately, been happening. And and by the way, look, this is this is all a relatively recent phenomena. Um, it was the 2000 election down in Florida that led to an explosion in lawsuits over election rules and election issues. So this is really something that's, that's uh, developed in the last uh, 20-something years. But now, yeah, there are so many. Look, I do this for a living. I have trouble. <laughs> keeping track of all the different lawsuits all around. But, but look, going back to the Colorado case, um, these, these judges are obviously wrong in what they did. And I, I actually thought the world might be coming to an end this morning when I, read, um, when I read an editorial by Ruth Marcus of the Washington Post. Ruth Marcus is probably one of the most left-wing editorial board members in the United States, and yet she was agreeing with the points I've made about <laughs> why the Colorado judges were, were wrong. Um, and there are numerous reasons for it, the most obvious of which is that uh, they got it grievously wrong when they said that Section 3, which is the part of the 14th Amendment that, that they're relying on, applies to Donald Trump. It, it doesn't. It doesn't apply to him as a former president. In the same way, it would not apply to Joe Biden if he became a former president and was accused of this kind of thing. So, I, I mean, it, the, the, their, their decision is just wrong. When I listen to you say how obvious this is wrong, and, you know, if it goes to the Supreme Court, I just think of scenario after scenario after scenario where what is so very obvious doesn't end up being what materializes. Do you, do you see, is it a possibility that this goes to the Supreme Court, they take the case, and it comes back 6-3, 7-2, something like that? Uh, yes. Um, I could easily see it. I mean, I, look, I think Trump is going to win on this, uh, but I could easily see it coming back 7-2, because while I think the conservatives might be able to persuade Elena Kagan, one of the liberals, um, to vote the right way. Uh, uh, Brown Jackson and Sotomayor are two of the most, frankly, politically uh, biased judges, I think, that have ever been on the Supreme Court. In decision after decision after decision, um, they do what the social justice uh, crowd wants them to do rather than apply the Constitution the way it's written. So I could see them uh, agreeing with the Colorado court. But I just I, I think the Supreme Court will take the case. I think they'll decide it on a very fast basis. And I think uh, they will reverse the Colorado court. And look, and you know why this is important. There's at least a dozen more lawsuits like this proceeding all over the country. So they have got to come down with a ruling on this. Yeah, and a definitive one. I've already heard, it was yes. Marie Harp on Fox News today, was asked about, I think her. I think the question that was posed to her was something about what Joe Biden's reaction was when he was like, well, Trump's an insurrectionist. But 
She then went on and immediately went into, and I go, okay, here comes the talking point. And I hadn't thought about it yet, but it was it was good to hear her say it to tip us off that this is what is coming next. If it comes down 6-3 or 7-2, we're going to be getting told about the activist Supreme Court. We're going to be, right. be told about the politicization of the Supreme Court. And then we're going to probably get back into the conversation about the expansion of the Supreme Court in an election year. Or at least that's what it feels like it might go to me. Oh, oh, yeah. Look, you could already see this. I think it was... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. CNN yesterday saying the Supreme Court is going to decide the 2024 election. No. If, if the Supreme Court comes out and overturns the Colorado um, decision, what they will be doing, or the effect of their decision will be to say the voters will get to decide. Because that's what these four judges in uh, Colorado did. Was, it was very anti-democratic. They took it away. The choice of who should be um, a candidate for president, who should be president, they took it away from the more than four and a half million registered voters in Colorado. Yeah. Like the dangerous thing here is leaving it in the hands of the, of the American public voters is what it seems like. Uh, Hans- oh, that's their attitude. Yeah. That's their attitude, isn't it? Yep. Hans von Spakovsky with us right now. I want to shift uh, topics just a little bit because we've talked a lot about the Colorado scenario on the show, and I guess we wait now for the Supreme Court to hopefully act with haste on that. Uh, Rudy Giuliani got smashed with a huge, huge amount of money that he was going to owe these two women, these um, poll workers in Georgia. I think it was $148 million, and the news has come out today that he is going to file for bankruptcy. What do you make of the way that that scenario played out? The It seemed as though that the attorney for Rudy Giuliani in his statement said that Rudy Giuliani did make mistakes. Like he did do some things wrong here, but they were hoping for the jury to not decide an incredibly drastic decision against him uh, punitively. And they really came down with a hammer. Uh 
how in the world, e- even if you assume that Giuliani uh, did something wrong, uh, which is very tough to prove in a defamation case, uh, how in the world did these women suffer $148 million in damages? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Uh, this is a this is a punishment verdict put in by a biased jury. Um, uh, this is this was not a real case where a jury was actually looking at the potential uh, damages. Uh, damages to their reputation. I, I w- I'm willing to bet if you asked. Um, 99.9% of the people in Georgia, if you gave them the names of these two poll workers who supposedly had their reputations damaged, every single one of those uh, residents of Georgia would say, huh, who Who are you talking about? So how could they have suffered such a huge amount uh, of damages to their reputation when nobody knows who the heck they are? Mm-hmm. Man, that's an interesting point. Uh, before we let you go, we're speaking with Hans von Spakovsky, the senior legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation. In 2024, Americans are going to have a a massive decision, and it really couldn't be more clear. You have uh, two candidates, at least, that are leading their parties right now in Biden and Trump. There's there's no intersection of of the circles of their Venn diagram. They're apart. You have to be in one camp or the other. And the justice system, I think, is the thing that frightens the most people right now, because these are, generally speaking, appointed people serving in positions unelected and drastically affecting the way we view our country, what needs to happen with whomever wins that 2024 election or what does Joe Biden need to do as the president right now to get us back to a place where we can trust that our justice system is fair? Every single one of the political appointees in the Department of Justice from Merrick Garland down uh, need to be asked to immediately resign and be replaced. Every single one of the FBI agents, lawyers in the Justice Department who have engaged in wrongdoing now for years, everything from the abuse of the uh, FISA statute to those individuals who are involved, as we now have found out, in the organized effort to convince and pressure and coerce social media companies to censor The opinions of Americans, every single one of those individuals needs to be fired from their positions. Uh, I can't think of anything more dangerous to the liberty and freedom of Americans than having those kind of bureaucrats who are willing to abuse their power uh, in in office. And that's the only way to try to right the ship of of what's become a two-tier justice system. Hans, in your in your viewing of what's taken place in the campaign so far, you don't have to even name names, but have you heard anybody articulate that they are capable and willing to do what you just said needs to be done? Uh, no, not to the extent that it needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Put put me in charge and I would do it. <laughs> All right. I will forward that along to anybody who will listen to me, Hans. Merry, Merry Christmas to you. We're so grateful for you and your time here with us. Our listeners appreciate you so much. Uh, Thanks for being with us here each week. We look forward to the new year with you. Thanks, and Merry Christmas to you. Bye-bye. Hans von Spikowski is a senior legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation. He's a former FEC commissioner, DOJ lawyer, and author of the book, Our Broken Elections, a good one to read up on before we hit 2024. Quick break. When we come back, Wiggins America in studio, Christmas stats. Where do you fall? Are you in the majority or the minority of a lot of these Christmas traditions that people participate in? We'll find out with Ryan Wiggins here in the studio. When we come back, don't go away. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 